0: keep. Sometimes I forget the app that we use every single week.
1: I know. Well, because I don't know about you, but I don't use it for anything else.
0: Right. I mean, I, I keep it's my... It's like a uh, weird one. I hope nobody ever gets into mine, because I have a dream journal. So every weird dream that I have, I put in there.
1: <laughs> I... There was something last... I woke up in the middle of the night last time. And i I had a dream, and something within the dream was so stupid that it was like almost like a joke
0: mm. framed
1: in and I don't remember it, but I woke up thinking I'm like this is why it feels like my brain is just like a like the barrel full of monkeys, like just absolute <laughs> fucking nonsense like I don't know why I woke up with the imagery of like That little game where you're trying to, like, connect all of the monkeys, but it's chaos in the barrel. I don't know if you ever played that.
0: I I know exactly what you're talking about, yes.
1: It was a middle-of-the-night, stupid thing, but I can't remember the full context of it. But I was like, see, this is why it's just like you're you're just like, you know, it's just noise in there. This is nonsense. And then I went back to sleep, and then I couldn't remember what it was in the morning. I'm like, okay, that was weird. I don't, I don't really get to a lot of like interesting dreams. I don't know about you.
0: Well, like it's funny how our minds work because there will be times where I'll wake up after a dream and I'll be like, "This is something that I could imagine being on TV." It's just so intricate, it's so funny, it's so entertaining. People would oh, pay really? to see this. And then, you know, I kind of laugh about it. I go back to sleep, and then the next morning, it's just a little whisper of, of hints of what it was. And I'm like, I know I had an interesting dream. What was it? And this bothered me for yeah. so long that I finally had to start trying to write it down, you know? Mm. And
1: uh, no, I don't. I don't have interesting dreams at all. My dreams are just nonsense or nightmares. That's it, basically.
0: Um, my goodness. Okay, so here's one. It involved you. But not in a mm-hmm. weird way. Uh, this one is from <laughs> this is from January. Lex and I had keep the that opp- to yourself, pervert. Right? Yeah, no, that's that's I'm not reading those on. Welcome here. to the show, everyone. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Lex and I had the opportunity to do a live show at a convention in L.A. Unfortunately, it clashed with a, a dinner. You and I, because I usually tell these to D. Uh, that D mm-hmm. and I were going to attend downtown. We got okay. there. D grabbed the plate of food with one hand and me with the other. Uh, and she walked us right out of there. And, uh, see, I don't okay. know what the hell's happening here. She told me to go not to feel the least bad about it. I'm guessing to the live show. We proceeded to hustle through downtown to get me on the plane. Saw the Osbournes for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, once there, she tells me, I got this, turn off my phone and, you know, be successful. Uh, I meet up with you, uh, while boarding and we're led to the belly of the plane. That's the VIP section. We saw lots of ball players, but for some reason, also hip-hop star ludicrous. I wanted to say hello, yeah. but we had to move along to get to our seats. When we sat, there was John DiMaggio, the voice of Bender. Everyone was talking and laughing. After waking up in real life, I typed this out and went back to sleep thinking about it. I resumed the dream, walking through the airport, holding a brown paper sack under one arm. In my hand was my phone as I kept receiving texts from my manager, upset that I canceled my show. Turns out this was another gig altogether. But <laughs> instead of a live podcast, I've, I'd have i been booked to do a stand-up set. Interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I had a dream last night that Macaulay Culkin was, like, super in love with me, and he kept trying to date me, and oh, I was no. like, dude, I'm not interested, and it was really sad. But then it was like – like, in the timeline, in the, in the Macaulay Culkin timeline, I guess, it was right before he met Brenda Song and had his baby and was happy. So then it, like, ended with him being very happy. And I was like, see, we can just be friends. And he was like, yeah, you're right. You know? Yep. It was very weird.
0: The next one I have on the list here is simply, we ran a bagel shop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I vote that you make that one a reality.
0: Yeah, yeah. The last one, I think, you know, if, if you have to pick it apart, the one that I just read, it seems like I was stressed out about doing too much at one time. And I'm like, I don't want to give up time mm-hmm. with D, And I don't want to let the, the success of the podcast flounder. And I want to go and, you know, meet all these yeah. obligations and, you know, everything that I, I... I
1: appreciate that even in your dream, D is like the most supportive
0: human yeah. in the world. <laughs> like, it's that true. Checks out. Right. If if that weren't the yeah. case, it'd be a nightmare because I don't know what I'd do without her. But, yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> it's pretty consistent. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's that's a thing that I keep going there. Um, And oftentimes I will amuse myself because as I get further away from these, I don't remember them. And it's like mm-hmm. I had that thought that was me because it just seems so <laughs> foreign. <laughs>
1: No, I don't really journal in any sense. I used to. I have in the past, but I don't anymore. And I've never done it consistently except for, like, bullet journaling. Uh. Um, and every day I, I basically do a bullet journal style thing from work to keep track of everything at my desk. But other than that, like, I don't, like regular journaling, I don't really do anymore. Dream journaling, never done it. Um, I yeah. have had one or two of them that have stuck with me. Dreams, but... You know, most of them have just kind of like I don't remember, or or I do remember, and they were like vivid nightmares, and then I just kind of let it pass, and you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Apparently, I talk in my sleep.
0: I, I used to tell I people. Up on the are you, oh, you talk in your sleep?
1: Yeah, apparently, um, I think it's mostly nonsense, but Kayla finds it very entertaining.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. As as with anyone, that's like. Yeah, unfiltered access to your brain. Like, what's going on in there?
1: Apparently, it's usually like, what? Like, it's stuff like that. Like, and then it, and then I will I will actually form full sentences every once in a while. And she's like, Oh, you're just awake. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm asleep.
0: I the won't same. remember it. Boise, Idaho. It's she's weird. Like, what does that even mean? I
1: don't. And understand. I talk to my brother about it. My brother talks in his sleep too. Apparently.
0: Hmm. So
1: weird genetic thing for us.
0: I guess so. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, I used to tell more people about the types of dreams that I had, but you know, I, I was around folks that would always want to like dig into them. Like folks who were big on, you know, dream interpretation, like the type of people that'll tell you, oh, you're dreaming about fish. That must mean that you're pregnant or, you know, you have a baby on the way or, oh, you had a dream that your palms itch, yeah. must be money coming to you or something like that. And it's like, I uh, yeah. That's nice to say, like some, <laughs> but it's it's so Sometimes awkward.
1: dreams are just nonsense that our brain is spewing out in the middle of the night as it resets, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. As a, On a scientific level, it's your mind trying to file away all the things that happen to you during the mm-hmm. day and just showing you a fun little cartoon while it does it. It's like a loading screen almost. But, mm-hmm. you know, from, the, from a deeper meaning sense of it, I, I'd like to think that there is, you know. Uh, but I have not gotten proof of that yet, so I guess we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it could could go either way. I wouldn't rule anything out as far as that's concerned.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into the show proper. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. We are brought to you this week by Minions, the Rise of Group in theaters no, july we're 4th not. we're not only no in theaters july 4th no we're absolutely not bought to you by that i'm so sick of that advertising no. it's fucking everywhere oh my gosh it's like ugh. yeah that's something that's the just minions
1: came into our lives however many years ago and have never fucking left
0: no yeah it's never. yeah yeah i mean just annoying school teachers everywhere with with whatever it is that they're saying. You'd think it
1: was Disney with the way that it has permeated our culture, it you know? It
0: really has just latched on in a big way. And it's so funny to think that this started as a Steve Carell animated vehicle, you know? And it's it has surpassed him in its popularity. Because you know how with, mm-hmm. with Shrek, it's like, okay, I get it. Mike Myers is funny. It's making fun of the Disney right. machine, or at least that's how it started. Then these characters became precious to us and... We continued to enjoy their tomfoolery, uh, along with Mike Myers remaining as Shrek. Like they never really replaced him or even discussed replacing right. him. But with Minions, it started as Despicable Me. It started with Steve Carell as as Gru, and he's still that character, I mm-hmm. guess, but it it mm-hmm. never focuses on him. Ever. It's all about these little yellow dudes now, and it's nuts.
1: Right. And and what's so interesting about that is that like like the spinoffs these spinoffs like I don't know about Riser Group like Minions and stuff they've done sequels it feels like they're more successful than that original movie
0: yeah yeah I agree which how many times has that
1: freaking happened
0: and then the memes I mean how many times have you <laughs> before you before you pulled back on your Facebook uses how many times have you on Facebook and you just saw a random Minion uh, and words next to him that had nothing to do with being a minion or something that they would say. It's just.
1: I like to believe the minions killed Facebook as well. So I, they did one good thing.
0: I think you're right. I think that was one of those GQ yeah. videos. So you know how sometimes they'll have celebrities come on and react to like questions mm-hmm. online about them or whatever? I think they did have Steve Carell react to minions' memes on Facebook one time. Fantastic. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, you know the the COVID shot gives you uh, nanobots in your bloodstream. Be And then <laughs> it's just a minion. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. There's no potassium in bananas because the government took them away. I don't know. <laughs> just... These aren't real bananas. They're garbage like that. I saw the ridiculous, wait, back that up. I saw the most ridiculous video on, uh, on TikTok today, which was, uh, somebody, some man who had way too much confidence in his voice. Uh, we've heard a lot of that lately, but this specifically was about dinosaurs not being real. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this lately. It's been kind of catching steam, and it's really sad because well, I've I've yeah. gone
1: to um, schools and church type environments in the past that believed that humans and dinosaurs lived on earth together. So this doesn't (laughs) surprise me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard that too. You know, I've, I've, I've seen that observation. I've heard the observation from, from church groups, some church circles that will say, uh, of course dinosaurs don't really exist. All these things are man made. They're just rocks and stones made to look like bones because man wants to convince us that you know god is not real and dinosaurs walk the earth and it messes Mm -hmm. up the whole timeline that the bible lays out or some garbage like that i have been lucky enough to uh have people in my life uh when i was in high school when i was in a a catholic high school uh teachers who would want to kind of give a little bit more credence to the whole idea that it's possible that dinosaurs did exist As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure they did, but the Bible doesn't necessarily have to be wrong. It's just a matter of how time was perceived back then. The passage of time was perceived in a certain way.
1: Yeah, that's always been one of my favorite interpretations. Um, If you're to believe it, like, it's not literal, like, it's not literally seven days. It's, you know, the creation would be over a much longer period of time, but to the Creator... You know, it might be seven days if we were to put a number to it. That's right. what is seven days to us versus a creator. Stuff like that is very, very interesting to me. And the, in my opinion, the most logical way to interpret it. Right,
0: right. I mean, you know, you think about all the editorial revisions that every novel that you've ever read has been through all the all the top tier novels that you've ever Mm -hmm. read, all the editorial decisions that were made after it was written. And you think about these independent writers that wrote the books of the original Bible and how many editorial hands have been at them since then. Of course, their words are going to get a little jumbled up, you know people have their favorite of version course. the new king james version the, the times new roman version uh you know all that stuff um i personally prefer comic sans version but yes, whatever yes can you oh i think i <laughs> you know i used to go i used to go to a lot of um sunday school conventions back in my uh days that i don't talk about that often and uh one of the things that was purchased for me was <laughs> a uh a Bible written with um at the time modern American slang in uh, oh, places. No. And the cover was just the most gaudy version of the American flag. We're talking like stars and stripes and like jagged lines Fantastic. and stuff just looking like super radical and stuff. Uh, as if to tried to trick me into thinking that this was another book, perhaps something that only Americans could enjoy. Uh, almost like it was a uh, the manifestation of a, of a Cool Ranch Dorito. Um, mm. And it just was not Eric.
1: <laughs> Eric has a Lego Bible oh, and man. it's like literally like Legos acting out the story of the Bible wow. in this book. Okay. Like in the photos, the crucifixion is absolutely breathtaking.
0: <laughs> I think I've seen like because it started out as a website. I think I've seen that,
1: and yeah, yeah. this was and back a whole when,
0: thing. yeah. And but it was it was back when the Lego men only had that like very placid smile expression on their face. Yep. So there wasn't a lot of it's variety. So
1: good. <laughs> it's so good. I I was l- crying from laughter going through that book at his house once.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't even know this cat's name. Back to the TikTok thing. I don't even know this dude's name, but he just had so much confidence in his voice as he sat. On the set of his well-produced podcast, just talking about, mm-hmm. no, bro, but if you think about it, uh, dinosaurs, it's, they, they survived a giant meteor hitting the earth, and then they're only like five feet below ground for us to find their bones? Bro, explain that. That doesn't make sense, bro. And it's like, homie, teachers have been trying to explain that to you for most of your childhood, how that happened, in a very competent way. I mean, there was a fucking 12 movie series, uh, <laughs> you know, about yeah. Littlefoot and his friends going on adventures and yeah. trying uh, to explain that whole thing to you. But you somehow missed all that, purchased a microphone and started spewing all that idiocracy right there, right there about shit. You I don't know. know about this is this is the problem, man. Just dudes with too much confidence just saying too much. Everybody doesn't need, everybody don't need a microphone. That's it.
1: No, no. And we say that into microphones right now. Maybe we don't need a microphone. I don't know. We're going to keep doing it.
0: This is a cautionary tale. We're warning you away. (laughs) Listen, we say (laughs) stupid shit on this show too, but you know what the difference is. The difference is, is that I am willing to admit that my bullshit is bullshit.
1: Okay. (laughs) I have a question then. Yes. So. I wrote in our show notes because I wanted to bring this up. Okay. How do you feel about the celebrity cashing in on podcasts trend uh. for rewatches? Because we have two that would interest our viewers or mm-hmm. our listeners. Boy Meets World podcast okay. with Danielle Fishel, um, Ryder Strong, and Will Freddie. It's Pod Meets World. Um, and then Smallville has one with Tom Welling and um, Michael Rosenbaum. I'm so fucking excited about that one. So, <laughs> I, I, but I'm <laughs> um, so I'm I'm curious how do you, how do you feel about those?
0: Well, um, yeah,
1: I. <laughs> it's I mean you can kind of be in between about it too. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. I think it's hilarious that it's happening. Um, that they're all cashing in. Uh, And that it started really with the office ladies because no one else was doing that before. Yeah,
0: it was office ladies
1: and then scrubs guys did it. And now it's like every, you know, celebrity,
0: even the bigger celebrities are doing this. It's surprising. I feel two ways about it. I feel like it's a natural evolution of the rewatch podcast because. That sort mm-hmm. of format has existed since the beginning of broadcasting, right. basically, you know, we've done it, um, but we've done it in the form of a watch along while the while the content was still new. And I think that's how most uh, outlets do it. But with these, it's like they're cutting out the middle person. You know, they're they're completely getting rid of the podcast host and just getting in front of a microphone with a friend that they used to work with and kind of co- having a conversation about their job. And that's cool. Um, and you get a lot of content that way. I personally, I do enjoy the Office Ladies podcast with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I find fascinating about it too is that we've gotten to a point now, um, along with the rewatch shows, we've got competing rewatch shows.
1: Right. That's a weird, that's a whole separate weird thing.
0: It really is because it feels like not only are you taking that little, you know, content away from a, from a, Podcaster that can make a living off of it, but you're also kind of stepping on your co workers a little bit too. Brian Baumgartner uh, from The Office as well. He has a podcast doing an office uh, watch. Yeah, he's,
1: and he did start that after them.
0: So. He did. He did. And they get along. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like there's any animosity, and they, they do little uh, audio clips for each other's shows and stuff like that. But yeah. as, as a listener, I don't have time to listen to both rewatch podcasts. I'm not that obsessive. I am a little obsessed with The Office if I'm listening to one, it feels like, you know, already. It feels like, do I really need right. that much granularity about this show that I've seen a few times? Yeah.
1: I mean, I just, I love behind the scenes stuff of my favorite shows. I can't say I've listened to all The Office Ladies, though. Like, I ha- I stopped listening a while ago, you right. know. Right, right. Um, not because I didn't want to, but because I just didn't have enough time. So, I just I just haven't consistently listened to it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. The the Boy Meets World one vaguely interests me. I'm like, okay, that could be like I want to hear stories and stuff like that. The um <clears throat> the Smallville one really interests me. I'm very excited for that. The only reason I I have a feeling I wouldn't listen to that going forward because I love Rosenbaum and his podcasting and you know, it's going to be them too doing it. I you know they're going to have guest stars cuz Rosenbaum's great at getting guest stars on there too. Yeah. Um, the only thing is I don't want another um, Drama Queens, uh, which is the One Tree Hill podcast situation where it feels like they're really kind of downing the show. A ah, lot. gotcha. I could not listen to that because it, it seemed like they didn't even really like the show that they were on. And okay. I was like, why are you making a podcast about it then?
0: And that's that might be difficult because, them, uh, you know, yeah. Rosenbaum has gone on record before saying that he didn't enjoy a lot of his time on Smallville. Um,
1: Uh, Yes, but a lot of the things that Rosenbaum has said has been a, I was wanting to do other things, and it's been one of those, in retrospect, I wasn't enjoying myself the way that I should have. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I think it's a little bit different.
0: I do wonder if sometimes um, this sort of content is disingenuous to an extent because, you know, we, yeah, we have seen for generations, um, you know, people on these very, uh, on these well-loved shows coming out to conventions and that sort of thing and, and just kind of like, you know, putting on the face and, you know, I'm not saying they so, didn't enjoy themselves, but basically trying to also make a, a, a post-show living off of that sort of thing too. And like I said, it's no disrespect to them whatsoever because, please, get your money. You deserve it. And you probably weren't getting paid as much as you deserved at the time anyway. But I don't All right. know. It, it's
1: um, The reason that I don't think it's that with this particular one is that Tom Welling did not do a lot of press. He did not do conventions. He did not do any of that stuff for years. Mm-hmm. He really didn't. He kind of had to be talked into doing it. And then he's like he had to be talked into doing Rosenbaum's podcast like right. he was very closed off. He was very private. Um, and he's I've I've seen him open up the past couple of years and like start enjoying that stuff. So to me, that's a really exciting thing, because I think I don't think Tom would do a damn thing he didn't want to do.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, he never has. And I don't think he ever will. So the fact that he's not just guest starring on it, but one of the main co-hosts, like the them two are doing it together, I think that's pretty cool.
0: I think that's cool. It, it really is intriguing to me, just, again, from a fan perspective, just coming from the days of the old uh, convention circuits, you know, where it was always um, Star Trek that would have the most intense fan base you know star trek or star wars but mostly star trek because it seemed like those actors were more accessible uh at least in the the states yeah Uh, to the point where it could be a little podunk convention in spokane or you know uh indianapolis or something like that and it's Mm -hmm. just like oh yeah uh walter koenig is gonna be there you know the guy that played uh uh, so, oh my goodness, Chekhov. Uh, he's yeah, gonna be there. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, uh, Margelle Barrett is going to be at this convention. The, the voice of the computer on Star Trek The Next Generation, also married, of course, to Gene Roddenberry for quite some time. She's gonna be at this convention. Why? How? How did they convince them to do this? But then, it wasn't Money. just like, you know, oh, 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 the guy who designed the tribbles is going to be there as well. Everybody line up. And there was a turnout. And, The more that the actual stars of the show started to hear about the money being made and the attention on these conventions, it just kind of like one fed the other. And all of a sudden we're getting full cast reunions of people who distance themselves from these shows forever because they just wanted to get out in front of the fans and, and hear that reaction. You know, get that praise that they didn't, yeah. they didn't get because the internet wasn't a thing back then. You know, actually hear people right. celebrate them and their show. And I get it. I totally understand it. It's just, again, it feels like it's taken something away from the fan. Uh, you know, that control of being like, all right, I want to pick apart one of my favorite shows and I want to bring some people along for, along with me on this journey versus hey, that person that started that show is talking about it again. I'm going to listen to that podcast instead because they know everything that happened. I don't know. No,
1: that's that's totally fair. I, I feel that. And I'm sure people who are making those types of podcasts right now feel that as well. Sure. Like that's probably incredibly frustrating. Um, but, you know, they find their own listener base and do their own thing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think there's room at the table for both.
1: Um, oh, there definitely is, but it's going to be a harder table. Yeah. (laughs) Basically to get a seat (laughs) at.
0: And of course, when you're doing a watch along, when you're doing a rewatch podcast, you're living on borrowed time anyway. So these have a finite shelf life. Um, I'm always curious about what these watch along shows do when they run out of stuff to watch along. Like, do they just transition to a new show? Do they think about that beforehand? You know,
1: maybe they end it. All together. Um, I love the idea of them just like. I hope the office ladies just talk about Joey after.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like
1: the Matt LeBlanc Joey. It has nothing to do with it, but I just feel like that would be fun.
0: The Let's office do that, ladies you know. do a Friends We Rewatch and just.
1: <laughs> Not even Friends, just Joey. Just Joey. <laughs> just Joey. I want, I want a, a deep dive on Matt LeBlanc's <laughs> iconic. Spinoff Joey.
0: Matt LeBlanc refuses to be on the show. He if was. I were to
1: ever do a rewatch type of style of show again, yeah, it would only be for bad shows that ran for like one season.
0: Oh, that's Maybe fun! Two. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. Nobody steal yeah, that. It
1: would only be for something like that. No, if you steal it, you owe me money.
0: <laughs> that's right. I'm just telling you. Or at least you know an invitation to be a co-host or something.
1: <laughs> no, just money. Just, just money. Just money.
0: Okay, that's if fair.
1: you're gonna steal from me, I don't want to host
0: with you. No, no, no. <laughs> That makes perfect uh-huh. sense. All right. So.
1: Okay. So getting into some stories for the week. um, I included this just because I was kind of like, what's going on here? And I didn't know. It was from last night. Mm. Um, Oh, God. She scared me. <laughs> she just walked in the room it's and scared the, the me like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's It's fine. It's it's Are scary. you still getting you still okay. like her being there? Like, <laughs> holy shit, you're actually here. Whoa, whoa. <laughs>
1: no, she was under computer in the other room. She just scared the shit out of me because I didn't hear the door open. I just all of a sudden I saw someone like bending over to grab something next to me. I'm like, oh, shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, rewinding. So this story, um, it showed up on Twitter yesterday. We still don't know all the details of it. Um, we know Travis Barker has been in the news a lot lately because, um, he's married Kourtney Kardashian. He's mm-hmm. been on this new Kardashians TV show, just had a little more exposure. Um, TMZ, which is such a trash website, uh, snaps on pictures of him getting, um, wheeled away to Cedar Sinai in los angeles he was on a stretcher mm-hmm. with uh chloe kardashian his wife or i'm sorry courtney kardashian his wife by his side kind of thing um he, no one really knows what exactly was going on um i don't know if there have been any developments with this um but he had uh, tweeted god save me um but you know a lot of people pointed out that that is a reference to a song that he did with machine gun kelly huh. his 16 year old daughter alabama said please send your prayers on instagram uh it sounds like it was some sort of medical emergency
0: well it looks like we do have a, a little bit of an update here and this oh. is coming from okay, the uh, a source at entertainment tonight um travis was sick and had intense pain in his abdomen and it really concerned him and courtney they called 911 as he was rushed to the hospital. After speaking with Travis and running several tests, doctors said Travis is suffering from pancreatitis.
1: Okay, that is, I mean, that's not not like not something to joke about. It's very serious. Like you need to get surgery, and, like you know, dealing with things like, or sometimes you need to get surgery for things like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that it's not something more severe because it it seemed very intense. And, uh, and scary.
0: Absolutely. I'll tell you you what,
1: he's a legend and somebody that has, I I still, I love his music. Yeah. You know, I, I want him to recover quickly, you know?
0: Right. Right. And this is, this is no like, you know, dig on his character or whatever, but somebody who has that many tattoos on that many tender spaces, including your skull, your neck, Mm Mm-hmm uh you know the the your back face. of your fingers yeah. i hear that's very delicate as well yeah. somebody who's experienced that much pain over their lifetime i'd imagine that if they're telling you that they're in intense pain it's something really bad so yeah i would have yeah. perceived it that way too it's yeah
1: yeah and one of the reasons i wanted to bring it up too is because people were were talking shit being like oh i guess um you know the kardashian pr machine has made uh, some drama for the next season or whatever. And I was like, fuck you. Like, yeah. it's really fucked up that anything happens in their lives and then they're like, it's just for the show. I'm right. like, no, shit still happens. They're still human beings, you know? They can generate enough fake stuff without having to do things like that. I'm sorry, you know?
0: You're exactly right. I mean, that show and the people involved <laughs> in it are always going to have their detractors. You know, that, that comes along yeah. with Uh, having that much celebrity, that much of a spotlight Mm -hmm. shined at you. I mean, I'm not saying that they're the best and brightest people in the world, but they're human beings. They deserve a little bit of compassion. You know, if somebody you
1: don't have to like them or watch the show or really have anything to do with them. But I don't think we should be, uh, you know, dudes going in a stretcher to the
0: hospital. I don't think we should consider that a a joke. That reminds me, I don't know if you heard about this or, mm. you know, if the listeners have heard about it, but there was something going on with Justin Bieber a couple of weeks ago where he ended up getting um he he announced that half of his face was paralyzed or something like that. Did you hear about this? I heard
1: something about how he's having a lot of medical issues and I don't know what the details of that are. But, yeah, I heard something about him having a lot of medical issues, and I'm, like, like, I'm not a huge fan of his, but, man, I hope that he's okay. Especially, he's so young. Like, that's really fucked up.
0: It really is. Okay, so this is what it was. He even posted a video of himself. Uh, It says, Pop star Justin Bieber announced his face is partially paralyzed by a viral condition called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, caused by Mm. the same virus that causes chicken pox and shingles. So, something like that, I mean, that's scary, man. You know? And it's like the first thought you Is your it, head. it, it's
1: not permanent, correct? Like, well, it's a, it's a,
0: from a virus, hopefully. Um, it says it, let me see here. It's a rare neurological disorder that occurs when the varicella zoster virus infects a nerve in the head near the inner ear. After Ooh. having chicken pox as a child or shingles as an adult, the virus can lay dormant in the body. Why the, oh, virus, why the virus reactivates and produces symptoms of Ram- Ramsey Hunt is not known. Okay, it goes on to say what the symptoms are. I'm not going to read that here because no. then people may start getting that WebMD effect.
1: That's that's me. I'm already yeah. going, oh, I've had the chicken pox. Yay. All right. So I get to worry about that and shingles. Fun.
0: Treatment consists of steroids such as prednisone to reduce inflammation and pain medication, which prednisone, I don't know... if. You know, you've been on that before. That's not that intensive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I haven't, but I'm, I've uh,
0: heard know, of it. It's a, they use it to treat asthma uh, a lot, too. And I was on that a okay. lot as a yeah. kid. It makes you very, very hungry, and it causes you to, like, get swollen and stuff. It's just... Oof. It's not fun, but it's not, you know, the worst thing in the world. Right. Um You know, I, I'm not sure what yeah, dose he's taken either, same... but... Yeah.
1: Right. That's the same principle of, like... You know, even if you don't, if even if you're not a fan, you can still be compassionate, unless someone has done like some really fucked up shit, and then, <laughs> and then you can kind of be like, well, I don't really give a shit. Like if if you if you were saying, you know, we're gonna talk about R. Kelly in a minute that R. Kelly got that, I'd be like, hm, okay. Anyway, moving on. You know,
0: like I would even feel a little bit of, you know. Uh, this is tricky man oh uh, let me let me close out with this about the beaver thing it says according to Mount Sinai yeah. full recovery is not certain but some recover in a few months the earlier it's caught oh, the, the I chance hope he of does recovery. fully
1: recover then
0: I mean I imagine yeah. he's got uh, incredible doctors working with him
1: oh yeah he definitely know. does but shit that's that's still terrible and yeah. like even with the best doctors you can't
0: predict how things will go so yeah I don't want to predict suffer like that man that really sucks no no i agree and you know bringing up the r kelly thing okay so here's here's how i feel about that justin bieber is an annoyance he's been an asshole over the years there's no doubt about that unapologetically an asshole in a lot of different ways he said some fucked up shit but he's never done the physical mental harm that r kelly has done to countless women so yeah that's like right. apples which just, is right like, no no
1: no what i'm saying the the point the only reason that i brought r kelly up is because a i knew we were going to talk about him and b when people say shit like that in regards to someone like r kelly i don't view that as a like a shitty thing i'm like eh, i get it i get why <laughs> i get why you're like eh, who cares yeah. you know
0: we was nothing but bad things on R. Kelly because, you know, fuck that guy. Yeah. But for now, we'll go ahead and take the news that he has been sentenced to 30 years, uh, in prison, uh, after a sex trafficking, uh, conviction in, mm-hmm. where was it? Was it in New York? I believe. Uh, in I Brooklyn, New know. York. Yeah. We yeah. were, we were talking about this either last week or the week before. Uh, he's been moved because he used to be in the prison down the street from where I work. And.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, you told me about that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, with this trial in, in New York, he was uh, co- his his sentence was commuted there. Uh Yeah. He's uh, been detained in Brooklyn, New York. He declined to give a statement at his sentencing hearing Wednesday. Because what the fuck? I did mean, he say?
1: 30 years is pretty good. Uh, I'm amazed he didn't get like way more. But at the same time, I'm not because we don't really treat um, sex crimes the way that we sentence sex crimes the way that we should in this country. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think across (laughs) the board, that should change. The uh, penalty should be a lot more strict, especially with all the other stuff that's going on right now. You know
1: well, I mean, twenty years ago, there was this these you know there were allegations against R. Kelly, and nothing came of it, so
0: right.
1: now he's got thirty years. It is changing, it's already changing, yeah,
0: but he was free all that time to do all that damage and and live his life exactly, you know, and put music on the radio. What the fuck, man, fuck this guy,
1: yeah, <sighs> it really sucks,
0: yeah, he got off easy,
1: but he's going to jail for i mean, I don't know how old is he.
0: 55.
1: Okay, so, like, he's he's going to jail for any more viable years he has, pretty much.
0: Right. You know? Speaking of sex trafficking, Jazane Maxwell has been <laughs> sentenced to, what was it, 30 years, I believe. Once again, how the fuck are they getting such a
1: minimal sentencing for such a severe crime? Like, I know 30 years is not nothing. It's... it's A lot, but you'd think that a crime, like, the crimes on that level of how many, like, charges they're being brought up against them, how is it not, like, a lifetime or something? Or damn near close.
0: I think they take into account the age of the person as well when they make these sentencings. Jezanne Maxwell is 60 years old. She was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, these are the twilight years of her life that are being taken away from her.
1: I don't know, man. In Germany, they just sentenced like a hundred year old, 101 year old Nazi. Mm-hmm. Like they found a, They found an old fucking Nazi that was like, you know, and they, they sentenced them. I can't remember how many years they gave them. Let's 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 find out. Real let's quick.
0: find out. But while you're looking that up, you know, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of the fact that Bill Cosby is now free because they wanted to be lenient mm-hmm. on him because of his age and his medical condition. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's not how this works. Apparently, it is how it works. Like, what can I say? Well, first of all, let's just... um, Convicted
1: of... It was a 101-year-old man. Convicted Mm. of 3,518 counts of accessory to murder. Holy shit. Five years in prison. So, yeah, it was, like, depending on the the age. I mean, obviously, that guy's going to be there forever and all the pictures of him he's holding up a uh a folder against his face so you can't see his face
0: wow oh so my, my goodness fun. like what the fuck was he what is he ashamed of now motherfucker like i'm <laughs> sure he's got tattoos that proudly state what the hell he is so ugh. yeah 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 so odd. Yeah, I'm, he
1: pleaded innocent, said he did absolutely nothing, and was not aware of the crimes. And I'm like, I don't
0: know. No. Come no. On. Wasn't aware of the crime. <sighs> Deep sigh. Yeah. 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 There's enough bullshit yeah. going on in this world that can just frustrate you immediately. Um, mm
1: hmm. He's the oldest person, by the way, to go to trial for complicity in the war crimes of the Holocaust. And he might be one of the last ones, you know, because now as they're passing away and completely aging out, um, you know, that's that might not be a thing we really see happening. In.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was more symbolic than anything, it seems.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's powerful that Germany still takes these, these assholes to court still finds them still hands down sentences on them. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I think that's an, that's important symbolically to continue to do that.
0: I agree. <coughs> I yeah. totally agree with that. I was going to bring something up. Um, but I cannot remember what I was going to try to talk about now, but, uh, Shit. Well, I'll say this. I am encouraged by the amount of women that I see speaking out about what's going on in the world. I mean, if, that was a very clunky way to say that there are a lot of guys saying shit that they have no business talking about. Um, and a lot of women shutting them down. And I'm proud to see that. Yeah um
1: yeah i completely agree
0: yeah yeah it's like i don't know i i get i don't know how to even put this shit it's just fucked up but what something that stuck out to me people went to a halsey concert and walked out because she started talking about you know being uh, a pro-abortion and they were (laughs) offended I, you're at a Halsey concert.
1: I don't know what you expected.
0: That's what got me How too. to
1: expect that to end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a um, I mean, it's just like, OK, so I can touch on this aspect of it. You know, well, first of all, stating that this whole thing is complete bullshit. The whole Roe versus Wade overturning thing is, is mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Yeah. And I, I don't even have to. Read my own inner barometer to know that. Just look around at the women I know, and just women in general, and how they're reacting, and just say, "Oh no, this is fucked up." Yeah, it's
1: it's super bad, and it goes beyond you know abortions as well. It's like it's it's rights to privacy. There's a lot of laws that are are based in this. Um, but yeah, not having bodily autonomy is
0: terrible. Yeah. And it just also like reiterates the point that all the information that you keep on your phone is not truly yours. Yeah. If they want access to it, they will get access to it with all these, um, you know, apps that track your, your, your monthly cycle and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, they've been saying that in states where abortion is illegal, they can pull your, you know, web searches. They can pull your app information, Mm -hmm. anything. So, you know, people, of course, have been encouraging folks to delete that, uh, those apps to stop using those apps.
1: I wouldn't use them. Um, I don't think it's a good idea. What really scares me, too, is is not just, you know, the choice, like losing that choice, but also like things like eptopic pregnancies and situations where medically you have to to save the mother. Like, do this. It's not viable at all. Like, those are the things that really freak me out right
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the nuance is not being acknowledged by the people no, no. in a lawmaking position. It's just a wide sweeping across the board. No, this is the letter of the law. That's what it is. It's not.
1: No, they just forget how many people died, how many women died, um, how many people who could, you know, give birth died from. Uh, things like that in the past yeah. and how fucked up it
0: is. And just because yeah. there are people that don't want to necessarily talk about it because it's their business, uh, yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And, and yeah, it's absolutely. happened to a lot more people than you think.
1: Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I've, I know so many people who various situations have happened to, um, you know, it hasn't happened to me myself, but like, It's definitely a thing that happens all the time and like we don't even have to explain that because everyone knows someone everyone knows someone who's dealt with this and I you know even the people who claim that they don't they do they just don't know about it because you haven't been trusted really like yeah. that's my theory with it like if you don't know someone who has had this type of situation happen in whatever form it's because they haven't felt safe enough with you to tell you that's it or they just either they haven't felt safe enough or they just you know are more private about it but you still know someone right that's still a thing
0: right <laughs> I spent way too much of my life worrying about that fucking monster in the Supreme Court Clarence Thomas <laughs> You He's know, they, a dick. they used to make fun of him because I guess he had a coke addiction or whatever, and that was a big thing. Yeah. Um, but just recently, within these past several months, we found out some shit about his wife trying to talk to various politicians about overturning the election, uh, predicated on, on her being his wife. Um, you know, of course, this new bullshit that just happened recently uh, and the future bullshit that he has promised yeah. to dig into.
1: What I want to know is, is he going to overturn interracial marriage? Because that was the foundation was in Roe v. Wade as well. And he's been quiet about that shit.
0: He's been quiet about it. And you know what? Even if it is overturned, <laughs> even if, even if the Supreme court does go down that road, it's not going to matter for him because they're going to see him as one of the good ones. Um, yeah. So he's going to get a pass.
1: Yeah. And also, like, so many of these older people making these rules, they're not going to live long enough to see right. the damage, right? You know?
0: Fucking grumpy-ass, like, cuttlefish-looking motherfucker. I know. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, it's really hard to be like, uh, and and it's like, do you stay in the United States? Can you go somewhere else? Where can you live in the States that would be relatively safe as far as like being in a bluer and it's going to stay blue area? Yeah, (sighs) it's exhausting.
0: It is exhausting. And what's (laughs) sad, too, is our bullshit travels. So even if you do go to another country, you still got to keep an eye on what the fuck's happening here. Yeah, you do. On the grand world stage of it all.
1: Because we do have a lot of influence, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I saw today, just changing gears a little bit, I saw today that Airbnb uh, said that they are no longer going to be uh, offering rentals to people who plan to throw a party.
1: It. How would they know?
0: That's just it, because you think about it, right? Okay, Airbnb offers different homes. They offer access to different homes of all shapes and sizes. You may have a a large partridge family size group that you're traveling with, but chances are if you're renting one of the many castles that they have available on Airbnb, it's not because your family and you are going to stay in this. No, you're probably going to throw a little, right. little soiree, a little shindig. Everybody chip in 50 bucks and you stay in a nice, cool mansion overnight or something like that, or a castle, or I don't know, a tree house with like 10 bedrooms or something like that that they have. We've all seen them.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, there's always, there's always something like about Airbnb that I'm like, it makes me anxious, like, It so to me, I'm like, whenever I hear stories about Airbnb like this, where I'm like, well, I really don't. They're not my preferred method of staying in a place anyway, not because I don't like them. I think it's actually really nice to be in like, you know, um, a house and everything like that. But because it just freaks me out, like I worry about some random person having access to,
0: you know, where i'm staying for sure and then you see all the horror stories about the cameras and stuff like that like i will say that i have been in a couple of very nice airbnb places and the way that they do it um and you know this is this is one of those things where it's like okay the some of these people now are responsible for the housing crisis that we have going on because you have these (laughs) uh what do they call them super hosts And they'll get a ton of different properties, and they'll just kind of farm them out. And they'll do the whole turnaround thing where you stay in the place, the cleaning crew will come out, and then right after you, somebody else goes right in there, and it's just an ever-revolving door. And the property owner never even has to step foot in the place. All they have to do is set it up initially, and then just let it ride. Just set up the routine and let it ride. Um, Yeah, that's...
1: That's messed up.
0: Yeah, well, somebody else could be like living there, but of course now it's super <laughs> expensive because they've driven up the price in the area. Um, Yeah, it's a sucky situation, but now I guess you can't have a party, so I guess. That's going to cut
1: down on their business, though. I bet there are hosts that are mad about that, too.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It says Airbnb previously imposed a 16-person limit to occupants because of concerns over the spread of COVID-19. So this is another example too of uh COVID uh, prevention measures that were put into place um mm-hmm. in order to stop the spread of the disease um that are now more of a permanent thing. And I've seen I've seen uh, you know instances of this that have been positive and negative. Yeah. Uh you know of course the expansion yeah. of working from home has grown exponentially uh you know a lot of people are able to do that now that weren't able to do that before, at least some days out of the week. So you can have more of a, a normalcy to your home life. Um But stuff like this where, you know, sometimes you want to have a get together and you want to do it in a place that's not yours. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry too much about the cleanup before and after.
1: Right. Right. It's just and, and it's also just like a change of scenery can be nice. You know, like I I, I totally get why people would want that. That sucks that they can't do that. Um, you know, a competitor is going to come by and be able to, you know, have have that there, though. Very
0: true. That's how true. it works. Very true. There are also some shady people on there, people who shouldn't be renting out their places at Airbnb. <gasps> I know. Who tell you to just act like you're visiting. I love it. It's just, like, real shady style. Just come through. Yeah. Don't tell nobody you're here. And, yeah. Uh, it's
1: one of self. the contributing factors of our housing, like you said, being so fucked up, too.
0: Mm-hmm, sucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, there's that. Hey, guys. Yeah. It's listener, note. yep, listener appreciation month. Welcome. <laughs>
1: welcome. We were figuring out what month it was.
0: Right, because I'm thinking the math in my head, like, when is this going to be released? So, it'll be released <laughs> in the month of July, which is listener yes. appreciation month. And we want to, first of all, welcome you to July. And we want to uh, shed a little bit of a light on one listener in particular, somebody who has written with us and with me almost seemingly from day one. And that person is Chase. And a lot mm-hmm. of you may know Chase because Chase is somebody who uh, interacts with us on Twitter and, you know, they're just like a big part of, you know, what we do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And, I just want to give a special shout-out to her. Uh, she is an amazing artist, and you can follow her on Twitter at Chase Makes Art. Uh, she's going through a little bit of a hard time right now. We just wanted to send some love her way. Mm-hmm. And uh, just let you know, Chase, that we really appreciate you. We appreciate all your support over the years. Yes. Everything that you do, you spread the word. Um, and you really do make us feel special. So, just yeah, thank you so
1: much that. for supporting the show, Chase.
0: Yeah, and um, everyone, go check out uh, their Twitter account. <clears throat> Excuse me. And buy some stickers, get some art and stuff too. It's all good. Yeah, all good. get some stuff. Yeah, go do that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Uh, last but not least, we got a retinaculous story.
1: Yes, it can't be listener appreciation month without Risaculous. Tell me what's the snack news. What's, okay. What's the
0: haps? The Taco snacks. Bell is testing a new menu item. It's always item. Taco Bell. God it's damn it. always right. Taco Bell, but you know what? Sometimes they hit it out the park. Sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes. they do. Let's
1: Sometimes see if they,
0: they let's see if they did it this time. Okay. 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 <sighs> Somebody was high when they made this. That's all I'm going to say first of all. Taco Bell it's testing a new menu item with a beloved snack food. The fast food chain hopes the creation can re- replicate the success of its Dorito shells. Yeah, the okay. those shells are pretty dope. The experiment, yeah. a massive Cheez-It, which no. is 16 times the standard size, serves as the base for Taco Bell's new big Cheez-It tostada. The meal okay. layers ground beef, sour cream, tomatoes, lettuce, and cheddar cheese on the cheesy cracker for 2.49. I've called somebody that before.
1: So the friggin the reason that the the um Doritos taco works is because it's just it's just a tortilla chip, but they flavored it. So that that's why it works. It's just like a shell, but they flavored it.
0: I thought you were going to say because both brands, both Taco Bell and Doritos are like Mexican adjacent, you know, so they kind of. Yes, like the team of work.
1: They are. They are the epitome of Live Moss, for sure.
0: But <laughs> this Cheetos or Cheetos Cheez Its, what the fuck? Yeah. I can't think of anything more Anglo Saxon than a Cheez It. That is the crackerest cracker. And yes. you know, it's it's tasty. I like Cheez Its, especially the extra toasty ones. Those are really good. Really Those good. are the best ones, yeah. 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 That and the white cheddar. Gotta be sure. over Gotta yes. gotta gotta have a nice base coat going. Um They're tasty. But are they are they solid enough to hold up to a Tostada? Like that's going to be a mess. All right. Like (laughs) there's because they're supposed to be flaky, like like a
1: cheese. It is supposed to be like a flaky layer type of deal. You know, it's not supposed to be extra crunchy
0: in that sense,
1: which I'd imagine is what you would want for that.
0: And I've never seen a Cheez-It that big before. Can I just get that from them? Cause maybe you can just like, you know, feel like a little mouse and just kind of eat off of that all day. Yeah, you know? I'll, tr-
1: I'll try a giant Cheez-It, but I just don't, I don't want Taco Bell beef on that giant Cheez-It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want Taco Bell beef. Full stop. <laughs>
1: Like, I, I, that just sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, it really does. I can't imagine that it it adds any, like, special flavor or noticeable flavor to what you're enjoying. Because the key ingredient to the cheese is salt. And you're already eating all this salty beef. It's already got cheese on there. Yeah. You know, then they went an extra step. Not only did they have the Tostada, they also have the crunch wrap where instead of like the regular tortilla shell, the hard tortilla shell, mm-hmm. they slide a cheese it in there to separate the lettuce, tomato, and the ground beef and nachos. I'm
1: glad they have tomato. They're like <laughs> vegetable.
0: Hey, look, we got to, you know, we got to try to make it healthy in some way, shape, or form. Have some wilted lettuce on here. Trust me. Sneak-
1: this like what are you doing here
0: <laughs> you know you feel good about the taco because it's got a little bit of wilty lettuce on there for you
1: yeah yeah. it has the rejected lettuce so <laughs>
0: you're good so will you be trying of these new uh, any of these new uh, cheese it offerings from Taco the, Bell
1: literally the only way I would eat this thing was if we if it came out this month and we had to subject ourselves to
0: it for the listeners that's it well lucky Otherwise, for you, fuck. it's only available in one restaurant currently in Irvine, California for the next two weeks, but if it catches fantastic. on
1: fantastic. I dodged a bullet.
0: <laughs> Finally, a good thing about living here. <laughs> yeah, jeez. You don't have to live in fear of the big cheese it crunch wrap supreme.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. If like any a, of our listeners, though, are in the area, you should go try it and report back to us, I guess, if yes. you want to.
0: Yes, please do. Big Cheese Crunch wrap Supreme sounds like uh, the name of a character uh, that they would give, that they would cast, um, what was his name? Faison Love, the guy who played Big Big, Perm, <laughs> big Worm <laughs> in Friday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like That's he was in a film. lot of those like Master P movies. And mm-hmm. I, that probably, I feel like that would have been his name in one of those movies. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I tried watching Fast 9 earlier today and it just took Why? me way back, way back yeah. to that era of those cheesy action movies where it was just like, yeah, we're just going to do whatever and Did you have fun with it at least? Oh man, I didn't even finish it. Like I tried to watch it like while <laughs> I was working and it's just like 30 minutes of explosion sounds with no exposition. So, yeah,
1: that's rough while you're trying yeah. to
0: work <laughs> I will say time, I <laughs> from the part from the part that I did see, it basically plays out like an Uncharted game you know, where they're going and they're okay. looking for treasure or something like that out in the jungle and then all of a sudden a random group of soldiers come up, they have a shootout of course the good guys win right? And then they just move on they continue with the expedition <laughs>
1: That's funny
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Uh, How about you, Lex? Anything you want to add before we go?
1: No, nothing new on my end um, other than I appreciate all of our listeners. We value you guys. Um, Please, if you are able, join our patron, lexandmatt.com slash – wait, no, that's not it. Why am I saying it that way? Patreon.com. Cut that out. Cut that out. (laughs) Uh, Go to patreon.com slash lexandmatt uh, to join our Patreon and get on our Discord. No matter what tier you sign up for, you get access to our Discord. Uh, Stickers are available if you go up a tier. I think the second tier is where you get stickers and other other fun merch. So go ahead and uh, sign up if you can. We really appreciate it.
0: Right. And in the Discord channel, since it is Listener Appreciation Month, I'm going to drop a couple of movie codes in there. Um Ooh. I'll wait until this is published. So, you know, if you want to join the Discord, yeah. you get a fair shot. You know, chances Next are. Next week. Yeah. yeah. Come on in there and grab them codes before Lex does. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'm notorious for stealing the codes.
0: Mostly nuclear. <laughs> She's if, the Chester Cheetah of stealing nuclear codes. Yes. Absolutely. That, yeah, I want to write that story now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for listening. As always, we appreciate you. This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And be excellent to each other.
1: Bye.